Welcome to Ski Cap, Hoodie, and Shorts, Episode 9, Imposter Syndrome. Welcome to Ski Cap, Hoodie, and Shorts. My name is Ted Samaras. I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Um, this episode today is going to discuss imposter syndrome. Um, and even though this can happen at any times, uh, anytime, this seems like uh, the right time of the year to discuss this. Um, I know many of us are back to school now or uh, back to the office, at least in a partial capacity. Um, you know, for many of us, uh, we're either in new positions, new places of work, new jobs, or maybe we just have a new set of circumstances uh, in our lives. Uh, but um, maybe you're in a flex work environment without your normal desk or cube, or maybe you're pushing a cart or have a flexible classroom. Uh, some of you may even be uh, thinking of applying to some different things, either, um, you know, additional like stipend work or um, you're thinking about going to some conferences to really kind of uh, get going after the holidays, but the applications are open already. Um, and maybe you're even thinking about wanting to uh, just share your voice um, and, you know. Maybe you're, you know, thinking about going to like an innovator or trainer academy that Google puts out or like an Apple learning coach, that type of thing. Um, you know, I've gone through many of these experiences um, and have had to look imposter syndrome, uh, you know, right in the face. Uh, self-doubt is something that, um, you know, that I've definitely had to wrestle with. And again, like even doing this podcast, uh, I'm kind of wrestling with it right now. Um, you know, I know, you know, when I make this podcast, right, um, I have to block out the fact that there may be nobody listening other than me testing out the uh, system every once in a while. Uh, then I have to worry about the fact that there may be too many people listening. And then I have to worry about like the words that I'm going to be using uh, or, you know, that type of thing. Um, you know, thinking, you know, always self-editing myself, um, you know, and making sure I come out clear um, on the radio. Um, however, you know, I really try to... Uh, you know, stop with the ebb and flow of my emotions and try to remember why I'm doing this podcast or why I teach or why I coach and why I try to help others. Um, I truly believe that we all um, have a way to help people directly or indirectly uh, just by being human. Uh, and I can't exclude myself from the human race, uh, even though it's easier to do to myself than to anybody else. Um, with being human comes and, you know, uh, comes showing honesty. Uh, and with that honesty, sometimes comes self-doubt, um, you know, because when you're honest with yourself, um, you know, sometimes you're your harshest critic. And uh, you guys seeing that sometimes isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, I remember, too, um, when I was applying to be a, a Google for Education trainer, and then again, when I did the application for um, to be a Google for Education uh, innovator, um, I remember that for both um, of those roles, uh, I actually had to apply twice. Um, so getting the rejection letter the first time in each one of those wasn't the greatest feeling, but uh, in hindsight, it definitely was um, rewarding uh, for me. Um, you know, I know other people who have applied many times um, before they got anywhere with it. I know some people who got it the first shot. Um, so, you know, it varies. Uh, but I think for me, um, you know, in that first time, I was trying too hard to showcase and too hard to give people what they wanted to hear um, in both of those roles. And um, it also, in those first times, it allowed me to see the process and understand where I could do better. Um, 
Additionally, it was about looking at myself in the mirror um, and not allowing the doubt to creep in, which I think did on both applications the first time around. Um, and it also forced me not to have that escape hatch, um, allow that self-doubt to open up that escape hatch, um, which was not getting the position. Uh, and so I really uh, needed to block out all the what ifs, I don't get it, and maybe it's better I don't get it, and just kind of focus on the task at hand um, and go from there. And by doing that, um, that allowed me to kind of at least, um, you know, put the imposter syndrome away uh, temporarily. Uh, you know, the fact that I had to apply a second time for uh, each of these positions to really force me to reflect on the application and also why I was doing this. Uh, it also gave me time to go back and reach out to people who were in the program and see what they thought. Um, I know like with the Google Innovator um, groups, um, there are a lot of welcoming people there and I, I can't thank them enough for, uh, for listening to some of my fears and, and for the guidance too. Um, it, it really has been a great experience and I've met so many great people um, around the world and I, I, I hope I am um, you know, paying it back with some of the work that I'm doing. Um, I know so many of them uh, invite you to talk to them and reach out. Um, but I was not one to really uh, do that much. And I kind of uh, forced myself out of my shell to do that um, because this was important enough to me uh, to get into one of these cohorts and have the experience. Um, and it's been life changing doing that. And uh, it's pretty funny because uh, when you talk to people from these groups, um, it seems like two things always stood out no matter where, what part of the world they were from. Um, one, they would tell me, you'll find your group when it's your time. And two, so many of them went through and still do go through imposter syndrome. So, um, you know, so what is actually imposter syndrome, right? I know it's got the nice fancy name and you've heard me throw it around a few times. Um, you know, but, you know, doesn't it just mean like fear or doubt? So um, I decided to look it up um, to give you guys an official definition. So I used the Oxford English Dictionary online. And imposter syndrome is described as, quote, uh, the persistent inability to believe that one's successes is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So I said, wow, okay, that's even a fancier definition than it is just a catchphrase. Um, so I just wanted to break it down uh, kind of the way I look at it. Um, I took out the word persistent. Well, I didn't take it out, but, um, you know, the word persistent stuck out. And I said, yeah, definitely imposter syndrome is persistent. Um, inability. Yes, it's an inability, but it's definitely something that can be overcome. It's not a, a permanent inability to be able to face down uh, imposter syndrome. Um, and to be honest, yeah, it sometimes is to, it's hard to believe where you are in life and how you got there. Um, and if it were someone else, you'd probably see a lot of the work that they did and it would be so much clearer to you uh, why they deserve, deserve to be there. Um, finally, um, what struck me were the words success, result, and effort slash skill, right? Um, other than own, uh, to remind you that this is about you and your self-reflection, uh, success, result, effort, and skill are really key words here. Um, I would tweak the end slightly and just say that effort and or skill. Because uh, occasionally, right, skill can be God-gifted at first, um, but for the most part, uh, it's the effort that's there um, to allow those skills to increase and to hone, 
um, you know, to hone those skills, uh, you know, whether it be in the context of the actual situation now or from uh, other experiences, um, you know, in which you put that effort forward. Um, you know, so I've had the pleasure of coaching um, a lot of student athletes um, in sports uh, at different levels, um, some of whom have gone on to, you know, um, play at the high school, college levels, very high levels. Uh, and I've also had the experience of coaching um, academically uh, with teachers and, uh, you know, with other staff members, right? And you can definitely see that there's some who have talent, uh, but that will only get them so far, right? Whether on the field or in the classroom, right? It's the ones who are putting in the effort uh, day in and day out and who grow. Um, they can succeed in many ways, um, usually because they're putting in that effort and they know that they've put in that work. It usually allows them to have more confidence in themselves, right? Um, plus two, um, since at some point we all have to face the dragon, right, uh, known as imposter syndrome, right, because it's going to set in at some point for you in something that you find important, right, those who have put in the work really have a body of work to lean on that will supersede their uh, self-doubt um, if they truly look at it objectively, right. Um, their belief is going to have to show in themselves, um, but it will be tangible, Right, they'll have the body of work. They'll it will be data driven because they'll have um, the experiences to refer to. They'll have the successes. They'll even have um, the failures, but they'll have the trial and what they did about it um, to be able to fall back on, uh, not only to explain to employers or um, you know go through their own experiences, but also um, to justify it to themselves where they're there. So whether it was on a practice field when you know nobody was looking, or falling asleep on their lesson plans late at night uh, when their students were all fast and asleep, uh, probably with their pajamas inside out, hoping for a snow day the next day while you were working, um, you know, you know you put that work in. So, um, you know, and as somebody who, like I said, um, still fights imposter syndrome, even as I'm recording this episode, right, uh, you know, take my advice with a grain of salt, right? I'm just trying to, um, on my good days, I'm just, <coughs> you know, trying to share with you uh, some of the things that work with me. But uh, the best advice I can give you is put the work in uh, even when you don't think you have to. Um, and that will free you from the shackles of imposter syndrome. So do you suffer from imposter syndrome? Do you have ways you'd like to fight it? Um, you know, again, I would definitely reflect on these questions, um, you know, as you go through your day. But please also, as always, feel free to provide feedback to me. Um, you know, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to see you reach out. Uh, don't forget our um, website is up. It is www.skicaphoodieandshorts, all one word, uh, .com. Otherwise, email is skicaphoodieandshorts at gmail.com. Uh, and again, if you would like to reach out to me on social media, uh, my main Twitter handle is at our tech coach, where you can DM me. Um, or if you want to see some of the other great projects that I am working on with, um, with other educators from around the world, uh, you can always hit me at www.ourtechcoach.com. So uh, as always, thank you for your time and for listening to Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts. And please remember to be good to yourself and to be yourself.